What is up, everybody? My name is Kelsey Lowe. I am your host. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and this episode is a juicy one, okay? This episode is really good. It's something I care a lot about that I haven't really talked about. It's some, you know, oftentimes on on Joyfully You, we're talking about the relationship with self. Um, you know, everything about my business is around self-love and self-acceptance and self-forgiveness because when we are creating those vibes for ourselves it's easy to transfer that. Like we project that to other people. So, but this episode, you know, it is about self-love and self-forgiveness. It's still, it still is about self-love and self-forgiveness, but it's around how we are demonstrating our self-love and self-forgiveness through our relationships. And so this episode specifically is for the woman that has been dealing with some bullshit that has been putting up with stuff that, you know, has probably got got in the way of relationships, right? Maybe your friends are annoyed. Maybe one of your friends even sent this to you (laughs) Um, before you exit out, before you you click off. Like, I just want to say the only reason I care about this topic is because I have put up with so much bullshit in my life from guys because I'm a lover and I'm a Virgo and I'm not saying that has that much to do with it, but I'm a lover and I want to, like, I can adapt and I can mold and I have found myself be com- being completely digmatized in, in a relationship. And the thing is, oftentimes these, these bonds that we have with guys, like this is what this question really kind of, um, I guess ruffled the waters for me is if sex was taken off the table, what does that person have to offer? You know, if sex was taken off the table, what is that person offering and contributing to you into your life and to, your relationship and to like the betterment of who you're becoming, you know, is it, is there, is there a contribution, you know? Um, because it's so easy to become digmatized and I want to break it down as to what is going on as to why we are putting up with this. You know, there's actually a, a reason to, to the madness, you know, of what's happening as to why we're putting up with this. So I learned this all and I want you to know, like, I didn't just pull this out of my ass. I, I've, I've read so many books and I really care about these topics because it were questions that I had for myself. Cause I'm like, I want to know what the fuck is going on. Why am I not able to put up these boundaries? Why do I keep caving in and, and letting like that sweet satisfaction of being loved be prioritized over the fact that I don't deserve to be treated this way? You know, so this is that. So just to kind of give you a little insight of what the dialogue was within my mind, maybe you resonate with this, maybe you don't, um, but I have a feeling that you probably do. So whenever we are allowing someone to treat us a certain way, we will only allow them to treat us that way until they start treating us worse than we treat ourselves. So we have a threshold for what we will you know, the self beat up, we will endure like the self punishment, the self abuse, like whether that that's just like verbal, you know, like how we talk to ourselves, how we treat ourselves. Like I look back at when I was, I I was in a narcissistic relationship and I was like the empath where in my mind, I'm trying to give, give, give and adapt to meet this person to, to make the relationship work. And all they were doing were gaslighting me. And this guy would be like, Hey, um, why can't you be more like this? And then I would try and be like that. And then he'd be like, I can't believe you're acting like that. And so it was a constant mind fuck. I didn't even know who the fuck I was. And I was also smoking cigarettes all the time. So like I wasn't taking care of my physical body cause my addictions were just too strong. And so 
since I wasn't taking care of my body, I was kind of like beating myself up by being like, oh, you're stupid or, oh, you're gross. You're, you know, he's right. I am disgusting because I smoke cigarettes. Oh my God, he's right. I am stupid and kind of overweight. Oh my gosh, he's right. And so it became this like trap of, of me believing these things they were saying as if it was helping me in some way when it really wasn't, you know, it wasn't at all. And so just know that you are still with, okay. And so this is where it's really going to resonate. And this is where it can be like, it can sting a little bit, but it's super valuable information. So hear this, you will stay with him until he treats you worse than you treat yourself. And so if you start treating yourself better, he, the threshold for what you will put up with starts to increase, like, you know, the threshold's not as big. It's not as, like, vast. So it comes down to how you treat yourself. If you're wondering why, like, being like, well, I don't treat myself bad. I, you know, if you feel like, I don't abuse myself. Look at your relationships. If you're letting other people abuse you, you abuse yourself. Even if it's a mental self-beat-up, even if it's the inner dialogue happening. So what do we do with this information, right? I'm not going to just like do a, ha, you suck. Bye. No, there's healing that needs to happen for you to know that any decisions that you have made, you made those decisions with the information you had. You did the best that you knew how to do in that moment. And now you have new information. Now you have more awareness of what you want because you've been given so much of what you don't want. Okay. Decisions create movement in energy, in movement, right? Like the moment you decide, the universe fucking responds. The moment you decide. So if you decide you're not going to put up with certain things, you need to declare that. You need to share that. You need to set those boundaries so the man or the woman or whatever, the partner knows how to show up for you in your life. And this comes down to respect, right? So this kind of shows if this relationship is a healthy relationship, or if you are digmatized and staying with this person because of a sexual pleasure. And there's actually like a lot of like narcissism happening of like trying to please each other, but also trying to be right the whole time and like shifting blame and stuff. So if you're constantly walking away from your relationship feeling unfulfilled, if your friends are starting to get mad at you because of the level of like shit you're putting up with, it's time to look within sister Fran. It is time to like take a step back and be like, whoa, would I be okay with this relationship being my sister's relationship? With this relationship being my best friend's relationship? Would I switch roles and gift this to her. And if it seems like you'd be gifting a pile of shit to someone, why are you allowing it to be okay for you, but you wouldn't allow it to be okay for someone else? You know, this is when the healing starts to occur. When it's like, well, what, why, where's that coming from? Who in my past has told me that I'm not worthy of these certain things? Where did I learn this from? Like, how did I learn what a loving relationship looks like? Who did I learn from? Like, if your parents were dysfunctional and not in a healthy relationship, then you didn't have an example to learn from. And just know, like, our parents did the best that they could. Like, everyone's a little dysfunctional in their own way. And, like... (laughs) We always have, we're in a constant process of reparenting ourselves. 
So if you close the door and so, okay, let's talk about like some of the reasons why it's easy to stay digmatized. For one, the dick is so good, right? If you're having sex and it's like, oh my God, the sex is so good. I, I wish that I could, I, I don't know what it is, but the guys that are the worst for us oftentimes are the ones that the mo- are the most amazing in bed. And like, I just want to remind you guys that things can be learned. And so if you're with someone who you really, really like, but like the only thing that's lacking is like spiciness in the bedroom, know that things can be learned. Okay. But if you're staying with someone only because of the spiciness in the bedroom, it's not functional. It's not. I mean, I mean, you tell me you're listening to this podcast. You're the one that's, that's kind of tuning in to try and get some validation that it's time to walk away. If he's refusing to commit with you, you know, it's time. Like I had to draw the line in the sand. Like, so I'll just kind of give you a little backstory. Eight months. Like I dated this guy for like eight months. We're seeing each other. We're sleeping together. We're hanging out, blah, blah, blah. He's great. But then there just comes to a point like halfway through where I'm like, wait a minute. I want a a boyfriend. (laughs) I want to be in a relationship. I want you to go to like dinner parties with me. I want to like hang out. I want to take a picture with you and not feel like I'm being weird. You know, (laughs) I, I wanted a relationship and he didn't. That's not what he wanted. He wanted to keep it open. He wanted to, um, not be committed or tied down to anything. He felt like, you know, he wanted something different and it's not wrong. It's just not what I want. And so you can save yourself from a lot of like anger from not trying to change someone, but being real and taking off like the rose colored glasses, like snapping out of like the digmatism that you're under and notice if what you want is the same thing that that person wants, and if that person doesn't want it, after you've shared and declared what it is that you want in the relationship, if that person's not willing to meet you, it's up to you to walk away because that person's not going to walk away. They want to still have a little bit of you. Of course they do. You're amazing. Of course they do. They want to keep having sex and having it be comfortable. And if you're going to stick around without asking them to step up, they're going to keep doing it because why not? It's like, think about like a pet or an animal. If you keep like letting them do some certain behavior, they're going to keep doing it and they're not going to understand why all of a sudden you get mad if you've never been mad before. So this is a process of you understanding what it is that you want. This is a process of you being honest with yourself and knowing that you deserve love and that it exists and that you aren't going to miss out and never find anything good enough again by letting this person go. The moment, girl, I'm not kidding you. The moment you let that person go, something amazing is going to open up. And while you're, think of like that person that like, you know, you need to let go of and that you're still just like messaging here and there, or maybe they're just messaging you every once in a while to keep you strung along, but you're not actually fucking feeling good about it. Like be real with how you feel. Be real with how you feel, you know, check in with yourself because there's so much amazingness that is available to us in this world. There's so much good shit, good people, good opportunities, good things to see, good things to smell, good things to taste, you know? And if you're bogged down with trying to change, to conform, to fit, to try and get the acceptance from someone else, you're going to be doing that for so long because this is not even about you. It's about that person's inability to commit, that person's inability to become emotionally available, to become aware, to become open. Like that's on them. You can't 
you can't invite them into consciousness and and self-awareness and self-confidence. They have to go there on their own. Sometimes the best thing you can do for someone is to walk away. I've walked away from people before and so many things in my life opened up. Was it easy? Hell no. Because I was mind fucked. I was digmatized. Like that's the whole point. Like there's this, there's this strong grip that, that, that happens and, and just know that if you, if you wouldn't recommend this relationship to someone else, then what the fuck? Why are you letting it be okay for you? And I'm not saying like what the, this is a self-love conversation. As you start to take care of yourself, focus on yourself, bring your mental um, conversations back towards your own personal needs, naturally, your appreciation and gratitude for yourself starts to rise. As it starts to rise, your threshold for what you're willing to put up with also rises. So it becomes a natural process of people not fitting into your life as you do the internal work of raising your vibe. What makes you feel alive? What makes you feel amazing? What makes you feel fucking good? Is it singing? Is it crafts? Is it getting your nails done? Is it working hard? Is it like what fucking gets your fire going? What gets you burning? What like, and whatever it is, you need to lean in and do some of that because who knows, like that person could maybe be feeling pressure because your focus is all on them. How can you redirect your focus back on you? Like the queen you are. Okay. This is the, this is the fire under your booty that you didn't even know you needed, but girl, you are worthy of an amazing man. And the thing is there are men out there that are working on themselves, doing their inner work the same way you are. The, the, the reason why you're getting so much of what you don't want is so you can pivot from that point and use that as a launching, launching pad towards what it is that you do want. Okay. Give thanks for these things. Be like, wow, thank you for showing me all these things I don't want because now I have a better and more clear picture of what I do want. But how do you develop that clear picture? Visualization, meditation, journaling. Do not underestimate these soft skill elements of healing and transformation because they are powerful. They do not give it instant gratification, but they do over time create a huge level of, um, self-awareness and release. And at any point you can kind of look back at pages to see where you're, how far you've grown. It's really cool. Sometimes even your past self can support, support your current self. And journaling was the exact reason why I ended it with that dude I just mentioned, because I looked back and I realized I had been feeling the same way for like over 30 days of just feeling icky, of just feeling uncertain, of just being like, I'm not sure if like he likes me now, if he's into it. Like I said this one thing and I just, just in in a constant state of confusion and uncertainty. And if it wasn't for journaling and using that as a method for release, I might still be in that trap because the sex was so good and it was a false sense of connection because I was trying to use sex to connect in a way that I I couldn't create connection otherwise. And so the connection that is the most important connection is the one within the one that we have with ourselves, And that's the one that when you create space for that connection, 
all of a sudden these men that are not projects, but are complete fucking men doing their own things that actually want similar things that you want start appearing in your life. I'm serious. And eventually you're going to laugh and look back and be like, wow, I can't believe I put up with that, but I'm so glad I did because it led me to where I am right now. Think about things from your past that were not things that you thoroughly enjoyed, but because of those things, it led you to where you are. It led you to this other thing that really is great. You know, there's, we can't really notice the ins and outs and the silver linings until we reflect. So reflect back on what you've learned about yourself. Reflect back. like, And so know that the the aha, juicy, good reflections aren't going to happen until you fucking end it with the guy you are digmatized by. And maybe ending it isn't that. Maybe simply you shifting your attention back to yourself is what re-energizes the spark that the guy fell in love with in the first place, that the guy like started liking you, you know? All of a sudden, we find out someone likes us and we start changing to fit the mold that we think they want, but instead, they just want us to be who we were in the first place, confidently living our own life. And know that like anytime you're wanting to shift the conversation to find out what we are or get a label on it, if you bring this level of seriousness of like, oh no, it has to be serious, guys often avoid that because it seems like the fun is taken out of it. Um, So... Ask yourself, am I able to stay in the lighthearted energy with this person? And if you're not, then ask yourself, like, what is keeping me here? What is actually keeping me here? What is the fear? Is it the fear of being rejected? The fear of being left? The fear of being alone? The fear of never finding anyone again? Whatever it is, write it out. And then let your soul voice, the highest, the most confident version of you, the the inner inner mom, the the whatever it is, the high, I, I call it like my highest self. And then I let my highest self have a voice in the conversation. And I'll affirm to myself things like, you know, there are a lot of men in this world. I am confident. I deserve love. Like right now doesn't mean never, you know, cause maybe you'll end it with someone and then you'll come back together. Like whatever it is, just be true to you and trust the timing of your life. Don't let yourself stay in this like digmatized state where someone else is abusing you. Like, and abuse doesn't have to be physical. It could be mental, emotional, like let yourself grow. And if that person is not growing in the direction you want to grow, then it's time to cut that cord and like cut the hypnotism. And that means by not having sex with them, even if they want to have sex with you too, it's by having like self-preservation and that's what starts to develop and create self-love. Okay. You are worthy. You deserve anything that you desire. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe. If you love this episode, screenshot it. Tag me on Insta, Kelsey Lowe Show. Um, Send it to a friend. If you've never left me a review, it means the world to me when you guys leave a review. Five stars if you write something. um, I would love that. So again, you guys are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will catch you next time. Ciao.